Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And we do welcome you once again to Growing in Grace, where we're growing in that fertile soil of, of God's grace, uh, the abundant grace that he gives us freely. Well, so that's what uh, Mike and I are here to do. I'm Joel, along with Mike, Growing in Grace, and uh, we're going to continue on talking about peace, uh, the peace of God, the peace of Christ, and, and, and uh, the gift of peace that he's given us freely in Jesus Christ. Well, Joel, I mean, peace is really what it's all about. It's what it's what everybody longs for. You hear a lot of people talk about peace. Um, oftentimes, uh, when you hear about it on television or in the newspaper or, or just people talking about it in general, uh, they're usually talking about some sort of world peace uh, where there would no longer be any war and everybody would just get along with each other. And that's a cool thought, but what we're talking about... Uh, goes beyond and above that we're talking about the, the peace of god peace between god and mankind uh, between the, the living god and you well a, a way has been provided for that to occur now through jesus christ his death his resurrection the life he lived here on earth true peace not not the kind of stuff that the world gives because that that always seems quite temporary this world system is never going to be able to provide true and, and lasting peace, but we can have that in a relationship with the living God uh, through his son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was uh, reading a scripture um, earlier today, you know, it said, let the, let the peace of Christ reign in your heart. Let his peace reign in your heart. And I know we're looking at another scripture here as well, Mike, uh, from Colossians, that says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Maybe I was actually looking at this. I think I was looking at this in another version. I'm looking at the New King James. It says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. I think the NIV says, let the peace of Christ reign in your hearts. Either way, we're talking about this peace that God has given us freely. Let this thing rule. Let this thing reign in your hearts. I mean, what is going on in your heart today? Yeah, we've got stuff going on in our lives, and, and I'm not going to downplay any of the negative things that happen in our lives. We've got problems with relationships. We've got problems with work, problems with school, you know, problems with you know this, that, and everything else, and, and that stuff is real. And I'm not talking about uh, ignoring that stuff or just denying that stuff, but in the midst of it all, God has given us... Uh, peace with himself and and peace to know that we're right with him to know that even though we got a bunch of junk happen in our lives the god who created us uh the god who who created the universe he has got us in his hands he's he's carrying us through all of this stuff and we can let his peace reign in our hearts rather than letting all this stuff just get out of control in our hearts and in our minds and, and just letting it uh, control us and, and bringing us to despair, to points of despair where God says his peace can rule in our hearts. It says, you know, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you are also called in one body and be thankful and let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do, uh, verse 17, Colossians 2:17. whatever you do, no matter what you're doing in this life, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks 
to God, the Father through him. You know, there's a myriad of things that we do in our lives from playing video games to uh, meeting together with other Christians to eating. Whatever you're doing, do it all uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and let that peace of Christ reign and rule in your hearts. Well, I want my heart to, to always be ruled by peace, Joel. I mean, when I look at this and see what Paul is admonishing us to do here, it's something that's already been provided for us. First of all, you, you no longer uh, have to pray for God to bring peace into your life. I mean, we do it all the time. <laughs> and, and, and to go back to one of our favorite lines, we, we, we say a lot of the same things over and over again, but they, they all seem interconnected, Joel. We, we skip around on our Grace Walk messages here uh, as we try to continue growing in grace, but there are some things that we always find ourselves repeating. And often uh, we find ourselves praying for things that God has really already provided for us. And sometimes I think it's just uh, the religious nature that we've been brought up in <laughs> that we, we, we find ourselves still going back and saying, Oh, God, just give me peace. Maybe there's really nothing wrong with that in and of itself. But you know what? God already has. He has made peace with you. He has provided peace for us. And he says, Now let that peace, the peace of God, rule in your hearts so that we no longer should be uh, allowing other emotions to dominate the way we think and the way we feel or, or even in the things that we do. Uh, peace should be what's ruling our heart and, and allowing that peace to, to flow through us and, 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 and dominate uh, the, the way we think and the way we feel and, and, and the things that we do. And, and that's what Jesus came to do. He came to establish peace. And uh, if the truth be known... I guess what uh, much of mainstream Christianity teaches about God, for those who go into church week in and week out, uh, many folks never get to hear this message, that there can be an abiding peace that will dominate every part of your life, every decision you can make, every thought that you have. A lot of folks will continue, even though they go to church every week, Bible-believing church that teaches uh, the born-again experience, a lot of folks will never walk out of that church feeling uh, or understanding uh, what peace is. Instead, they'll, they'll walk around living in dread and fear and just wondering where they stand with God. Yeah, and that's that's one reason, one of the big reasons why we do repeat a lot of the things that we, we repeat. The, uh, the experience of a lot of people in, in the church today is indeed uh, not not feeling good about themselves when after they leave a service. I mean, they think, man, you know, there's so much they've got to work on. Oh, there's so much I've got to do. Oh, I was just convicted of this terrible sin or whatever. And, and you never leave, a lot of people don't leave church feeling uh, like they do have peace with God. And so there's a lot of unlearning. I mean, when a person really comes to begin to understand the grace of God and that this life isn't about struggling and striving to get everything right, but really to rest in God's peace and let his peace rule in our hearts. And then, you know, we'll see some things happen that that legalism never would have uh, never would have uh, let happen. And so we need to renew our minds into into the things of God into you know the things of his peace and so we repeat things say things over and over you know partly because you know we have new listeners uh, joining in and people who are new to the grace walk new to the exchange life message and some of these things they've never heard before and uh, then uh, there are people who may have been into the grace walk a little bit longer but a lot of the th- a lot of these things do bear repeating uh, because so much there's so much 
unlearning to do, and it does take time to really get established in the the gospel of peace, in in the grace walk message, the the message of God's unconditional love, God's grace that He's given us abundantly. If if you feel like you're not uh, learning fast enough or growing fast enough in the gospel message, and and if you feel like you don't have God's peace, you, like you're not experiencing peace, don't worry about it. Give yourself some time. And, and renew your minds daily. Look up Bible verses that talk about the, God's goodness and about God's grace. Listen to uh, various teachers and preachers and, and things where you're going to be constantly reminded of God's unconditional love for you. And give yourself some time to, to grow because it's, it's not something that comes automatic. Uh, but it's definitely something that over, the period of, over a period of time when we... Um, get ourselves established, rooted and established in Jesus and in the gospel of, of God's peace, uh, that we want this peace to rule in our hearts. Shortly before Jesus left the earth, Joel, um, he said in, in John 14, he said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, but I do give you peace. So let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Troubled, afraid, the, almost the opposite of, of, of peace. You know, Jesus said, "Don't don't let this don't let this happen. I'm leaving you my peace. I'm giving it to you. Let not your heart be troubled." I mean, the implication here is that you don't have to give in to, to fear and uncertainty and and, and dread uh, and the things that would cause trouble in your life. God's perfect peace will protect you from fear, and and it will keep your heart from trouble or guard your heart from from being troubled. Joel, if, if, if you were going through a difficult time right now and, and things were sort of falling apart and, and, and you just needed God, <laughs> you just needed that, that, that peace that, that God provides through Jesus Christ, I might not pray that, God, please give him peace, but I might say something like, God, help him to sense your peace. Help him to realize your peace. Um, I don't want to get legalistic about prayer on this, I'm just saying that it's already there. It's ours to, to have. And, and uh, like you said, Joel, gaining a greater understanding, one way to do that is, is to be able to look some of these scriptures up and, and let them not only float through your mind but down into your heart. Yeah, I do think that that's important. I think that's one one important uh, part of, of, of why the body of Christ, uh, why we need each other. When, when I first uh, began to understand you know the the gospel of of God's peace, the gospel of peace, God's grace. Uh, that the, there weren't a whole lot of people that, that understood things in the way that I did, that saw things in the way that I did, and and I, in in a sense, uh, began to kind of just back off uh, from people. And in in a way, I think I needed to do that from some of the more legalistic people in my life. Uh, but I longed and I longed for. Regular contact with people that I could talk, you know, I could talk about God's grace with, and I prayed about that, and God did send various people my way, mainly through uh, the internet, and I've been able to meet a lot of of people, but it's through that constant reminder of of God's grace, of God's unconditional love, that indeed I have the peace of God. It's here because Christ has provided that He came to give us peace, as you've been talking about, Mike. Not peace as the world knows, but peace with God. And, and peace just knowing that this life, uh, we're going to have troubles. We're going to have all kinds of things that don't go our way. But but be of good cheer. You know, Jesus said, and, and he's overcome the world. 
peace that the things that happen in this world isn't the end of the story. Uh, the things that are happening to you right now, that's not the end of the story. Uh, but peace, knowing that God is in full control and that he's making things work out that we could never even imagine in, in ways that we could never imagine. And when we're reminded constantly over and over again of God's faithfulness and his, the joy that we can have in him, then uh, we get settled in this peace that we do indeed already have. Well, it's it's a big part of the Christian life, and like I said, unfortunately, a lot of people never even begin to experience it the way that God would would have them to. And so, I just encourage you, if you're going through a difficult time right now, and you need to sense God's peace, it's there. Thank Him for it. You know, one thing you read about there in Colossians, uh, I believe it was chapter three, Joel, where you were you were reading that that passage on peace. Uh, Paul also exhorted us to. Um, not only let that peace guard our hearts, but but to be thankful, and, and I think that sometimes is, is a good thing, a good place to begin is, is to begin thanking God for what He has already given you, and He has given you peace. It's it's there, and and you can you can not only become aware of this fact, but you can actually live in this and allow it to become uh, reality in your life. Right, and and in thanking Him for these things, you're in a sense reminding yourself of of the good things. Uh, that he's done and, and, and of his grace. Well, I'm Joel, and uh, I've been talking with Mike. Growing in Grace is our program. We'd uh, love to hear from you. Graceroots.org, the place uh, if, uh, to contact us if you want to find our contact information. And we'll be back again uh, next time for more talk about Growing in Grace. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kaffler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.